Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of Zechariah. We're going to finish this book today. Uh, chapters 12 through 14, we begin with the second oracle. And basically, this is about the final siege of Jerusalem and also the final uh, time in the earth when Jesus comes back and establishes his kingdom eternally. So we pick up in chapter 12. It says, this is the word of the Lord concerning Israel, the Lord who stretches out the heavens, who lays the foundation of the earth and who forms the spirit of man within him declares. So God says this, but we get a description of who God is, the one who stretched out the heavens, who laid the foundations of the earth, who formed the very spirit inside of us. This is who he is. And this is what he says. I am going to make Jerusalem a cup that sends all the surrounding peoples reeling. Judah will be besieged as well as Jerusalem. On that day when all the nations of the earth are gathered against her, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock for all the nations. All who try to move it will injure themselves. On that day I will strike every horse with panic and its rider with madness, declares the Lord. I will keep a watchful eye over the house of Judah, but I will blind all the horses of the nations. Then the leaders of Judah will say in their hearts, the people of Jerusalem are strong because the Lord Almighty is their God. On that day, I will make the leaders of Judah like a fire pot in a wood pile, like a flaming torch among sheaves. They will consume right and left all the surrounding peoples, but Jerusalem will remain intact in her place. The Lord will save the dwelling of Judah first so that the honor of the house of David and of Jerusalem's inhabitants may not be greater. Than that of Judah. On that day, the Lord will shield those who live in Jerusalem, so that the feeblest among them will be like David, and the house of David will be like God, like the angel of the Lord going before them. The angel of the Lord going before them, just like in the desert. On that day, I will set out to destroy all the nations that attack Jerusalem. Now, This portion of the chapter is entitled, Mourning for the One They Pierced. And I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves a firstborn son. Obviously, realizing that they need to turn to the Messiah in faith, the one that they rejected, the one that was pierced for them. On that day, the weeping in Jerusalem will be great. It says the land will mourn. Even the land will mourn, it says, and all the people. Moving on to chapter 13. This one is entitled, Cleansing from Sin. On that day, a fountain will be opened to the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them. From sin and impurity. On that day, I will banish the names of the idols from the land. They will be remembered no more, declares the Lord Almighty. I will remove both the prophets and the spirit of impurity from the land. And if anyone still prophesies, his father and mother to whom he was born will say to him, You must die, because you have told lies in the Lord's name. When he prophesies, his own parents will stab him. So these are the false prophets, the ones that have been sending the words that benefit themselves or the ones the people want to hear, but nothing that the Lord actually said. On that day, every prophet will be ashamed of his prophetic vision. 
He will not put on a prophet's garment of hair in order to deceive. He will say, I am not a prophet. I am a farmer. The land has been my livelihood since my youth. If someone asks, what are these wounds on your body? He will answer, the wounds I was given at the house of my friends. Now this portion of the chapter is entitled, The Shepherd Struck, The Sheep Scattered. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is close to me, declares the Lord Almighty. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. So it's the worthless shepherd, obviously, that's being struck, the one that's been leading the people astray, because now we will be restored with the good shepherd, the difference, the transition. It says, in the whole land, two-thirds will be struck down and perish, yet one-third will be left to it. This is known as the remnant. This third I will bring into the fire. I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, they are my people. And they will say, the Lord is our God. Now moving on to chapter 14. It says, the Lord comes and reigns. It says, a day of the Lord is coming when your plunder will be divided among you. I will gather all the nations to Jerusalem to fight against it. The city will be captured, the houses ransacked, and the women will be abused. Half of the city will go into exile, but the rest of the people will not be taken. Then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, East of Jerusalem and the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a great valley with half of the mountain moving north and half moving south. Now, this is something that's talked about and referred to in Acts chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. It says, on that day there will be no light, no cold or frost. It will be a unique day without daytime or nighttime, a day known to the Lord. When evening comes, there will be light. On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half to the eastern sea and half to the western sea, in summer and in winter. And the Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day, there will be one Lord, and his name will be the only name. And then it talks about all the places that this will be declared over. All of the places and all of the gates. If we move on to chapter 14 verse 16 it says then the survivors from all the nations that have attacked jerusalem will go up year after year to worship the king the lord almighty and to celebrate the feast of the tabernacles so this is after all the plagues after all the destruction and then after the restoration and the and the people will go up the survivors from all the nations not just the israelites it says all the nations including the gentiles because they will celebrate the last and greatest festival on the Hebrew calendar, which is the Feast of the Tabernacles, the feast that celebrates that God is our provision and our protection. This is also called the Feast of Booths. It's also called Sukkot. This is when the people go back and they look and they say, God protected us. God provided for us. God was our food. God was our provision, our protection, our shelter. He led us with the cloud by day and the fire by night. This is what happened when they were wandering in the desert. But now, we will no longer wander. We will celebrate knowing that God will always eternally be the one that provides and the one that protects and the one that gives. It says, If any of the peoples of the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord Almighty, they will have no rain. 
If the Egyptian people do not go up and take part, they will have no rain. The Lord will bring on them the plague he inflicts on the nations that do not go up and celebrate the Feast of the Tabernacles. This will be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do not celebrate. So now this is for the whole earth, not just for the Israelites, but for everyone. On that day, holy to the Lord will be inscribed on the bells of the horses, on the cooking pots, and the Lord's house will be like the sacred bull in front of the altar. So basically now even common things are holy when they're used in God's service. Everything. It says that everything will be holy to the Lord. And on that day, there will no longer be Canaanite in the house of the Lord Almighty, because now the people that are there, all will be clean. Anyone included among the chosen people of God is now clean. And with that, we end the book of the prophet Zechariah.